Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. Today we'll be talking about episode 11 of season 3, Gingerbread, with our special guest, Mina Kim. Hey guys. Alright, let's just head into the library. Let's get started. Wow. Now, okay, this is one of my favorite episodes. There's so much to talk about. I'm really, really excited. Uh, before we hop into that, just want to give a, a second introduction to our guest today, Mina Kim. You might have, we teased it out a little bit last week. <laughs> you were definitely present in last week's session. Yes, I was quietly laughing in the back. <laughs> um, I think the best part is we made her our podcast PA and then sent her to get us food while we were watching the episode. And then we're like, hey, want to come on and talk about the episode? And she was like, in good BA fashion. It's running joke. I really don't think of I mean, it's my friend. Uh, I helped I her, I helped I her with the run. Oh, yeah, you went on the run. But it's also like, I love how it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll totally uh, do this episode. But remember how you sent me to get food when you were... Oh, never mind. No, it's okay. <laughs> I was getting food and watching the episode with you at the same time. Congratulations. Oh, I'm congre- contractually obligated. <laughs> I can speak words. You might recognize Mina from uh, uh, several of the, uh, the popular pictures of you in your Jubilee costume. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm a, from co- I casually cosplay um, specifically lately as Jubilee from X-Men Apocalypse. That's my jam right now. <laughs> but you also worked with Nicholas Brendan. I did. I um, A couple years ago I worked on an indie film called Big Gay Love um, where Nicholas Brendan co-starred as the main character's love interest. Yep. <laughs> I had to go shopping for his swimming suit. Swimsuit. None of which he liked and he ended up using his own. So Hey. That Edison had to go through a lot of light bulbs until he stole someone else's invention. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about gingerbread, uh, but let's say that, I don't know, you received some terrible news that wasn't personally involved in your family. It was just someone else. In fact, you're not even sure what that person's name was. In fact, you don't even know where these people came from to begin with. In fact, everyone is panicking and there's no evidence whatsoever behind there being a terrible thing. Don't worry because Chris Bramante is going to give you a quick cram session. He's going to condense the entire episode into five Easy gingerbread bites. All right, Chris, take it away. <sighs> Joyce decides she wants to be a part of Buffy's slaying life as well, so she's not so disconnected and comes to the park to see Buffy slay and in the process discovers the corpses of two dead children on a playground, which prompts her to go into a panicked state of despair where she channels that energy into creating an organization called Moo, M-O-O, Mothers Against the Occult, as the symbol that is painted on the children's hands points to the fact that it was witches that killed these children. One. Does Moo actually stand for which it, Mothers Against the Occult? Opposed to the Occult. Okay. Mao. It's like Mao. <laughs> mothers Opposed to the Occult. Mao. Wouldn't that be Motto? Mao Zedong. People, people tend to lose, leave out yeah. the buzz. Yeah. yeah. Unless it benefits you. Mm-hmm. Mato. Mato. <laughs> Macau. Macau. So Joyce. <laughs> Joyce, with the backing of Mayor Wilkins, organizes a vigil to commemorate these two murdered children. And soon, mania, anti witch mania, cripples Sunnydale and any kid that has 
any sort of thing that is associated with the occult is going to be rounded up and have all their things taken and their personal privacy thrown away, which includes one Willow Rosenberg, who has the very symbol that was on the dead children's hands drawn in her notebooks. Two. Wait. Yeah. Two? Yeah, he'll... This is efficient. Wow. You're getting everything in here. With Sunnydale on high alert, Willow's mother traps her in her room, and Willow lets Buffy know that she was actually just using that symbol to create a protection spell for her birthday. But soon things get real out of hand, and Joyce is starting to talk to these dead children who it is clear are something a little otherworldly because in actuality they are a demon that manifests itself as two children that always causes mass hysteria in the towns that it comes to by taking the form of two murdered children which then prompts the citizens to kill all of the witches. Three. Um, Four. (laughs) As Moo ramps up its Crusade, Willow, Buffy, and Amy are taken and tied to stakes in the, uh, in the middle of a moo rally where they start to burn the, uh, these women alive for their witchery. And Amy will not stand for this, so she turns herself into a rat <laughs> and escapes. Yeah, four. In Xander and Oz try to save the day, but don't necessarily affect anything. And uh, Buffy is able to kill the uh, with. Oh, oh, uh, Giles does certain magics that allow us to reveal the true figure of these children, which is a giant silly looking demon (laughs) and Buffy stakes it with her giant stake on her back and it dies and uh, everything goes back to seemingly normal five you did it did I do it yeah you did it it, was it Giles that Giles is the one Cordy is spraying with the hose yeah yeah Yeah. so Cordy's hosing um, mm-hmm. Right off the bat, I just want to say, uh, I, I recently listened to a um, Stuff You Should Know podcast about the Satanic Panic, and this is really much in line. Apparently, there's like a scare that happens in American society like every 10 years. It's like you can trace it back. It's almost to the dot, like a specific reactionary scare, wow. uh, which I think we're kind of going through right now. To the occult? Uh, not just like, it, it's some it's... Sometimes to the occult, sometimes it's to, right now I feel like it's definitely transgender. Would you say uh, 10 citizens. years ago it was Islam? I, that's what I, yeah, mm. yeah, they're facing it back. I mean, and it's Islam is, the, that's kind of, with Trump stuff, that's kind of present He's like as well. fanning He's it. trying to bring it back. He's trying to bring it back, but I think it's just like. It's not really it's, working. No, I mean there are people who are like definitely racist and like, you know, religiously intolerant. Yeah. But I can, uh, from someone who comes from a Muslim background, it's for me, like, you know, after, when it was, like, the the, the major Islamophobia after um, 9-11, mm-hmm. it was very, you know, you could tell. And if you had a Quran or something on you, people, like, 
freaked out. And I think there was a lot of great healing, a lot of work that we went through as a nation and as a society where now there are people who are just like, I can't trust them. And people are like, I, that's my postman. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and I think there's been so many incidents in between where it's just like, yeah, I think that allocating danger to one specific group is a stupid mm. idea. <laughs> and it's interesting to note, and I remember Obama noted this, is that when all of the Islamophobia was ramping up after 9-11, George W. Bush specifically went to a mosque and was like, stop. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Don't do this. Whereas yeah. Trump is like, keep him out. Yeah. Not to make this about politics immediately, but it kind of is because it's a political episode. Yeah. And the yeah. mayor is super Trumpy in this. Oh, well, it's yeah. Great. yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, what's insane is um, the inclusion. I love this episode because it's like this fable. Uh, and I love it when, when Sunnydale almost feels like we would read about it in like a Hans Christian Andersen book or something. Mm-hmm. But it is something where it's really in line with these like satanic panic events where I think it was like in the 70s or 80s, uh, which was the last like really big like, oh my God, Satanism is destroying our kids. Like it was this made up story about dead children that these teachers sacrificed in a classroom that no one could trace back. They had students in the classroom um, give their, like, you know, uh, report in a court. Mm -hmm. And the kids were just like, yeah, the teachers killed babies. They opened up babies. They made babies sit in pumpkins. They filled babies' heads with spiders. And at one point, one kid said, they they cut up a baby and fed it to a shark. And these people were charged. Until a lawyer was like... Where do you think they got the shark in the classroom? These are clearly just kids making up stuff because you're badgering them to come up with evidence. This was in America? Yeah, this is the United States. There's actually an HBO documentary about it. What's it called? Uh, That's a great question that I'll follow up with you later. It's called Gingerbread. (laughs) I think it's called the Salem 3 or something, I want to say. Um, in Salem again? I I think it was in Texas. I really should have listened more carefully to this. Salem, Texas. (laughs) Uh, it was in Paris. Um, but That's crazy. Yeah, so this these sort of events happen where there's this urban myth that kind of populates, right, that doesn't have any grounding. Sort of like mm-hmm. the kid that was bitten by a snake in a ball pit. And you try to trace oh. it back, and you, it's really difficult for or you like to find it. Like the dirty needle in the ball mm-hmm. pit. Right, yeah. right, exactly. One of the greatest moments, like it gives me chills to this day, I think it's an incredible piece of writing, is... Buffy realizing that no one knows who the kids are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And Buffy's like, does anyone know their names? Who their parents are? And then Oz. That moment, you're just yeah. like, whoa. Oz, he's so collected. He's, his, his face is so great. He's like, they, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He makes that switch instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, it's so funny because it's such a great Jane Espenson episode. And I remember before I watched it, Again, I was like, oh, great, Gingerbread. This is like a great, fun episode. And I was like, oh, wait, no, it's an extremely grim episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's only because I remember it as that, because Jane usually writes funny episodes. Mm-hmm. And then the final tag of Amy as the rat mm-hmm. and her being like, maybe we should get her one of those wheel things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I think uh, another interesting part about this episode is the way that this is introduced. Like, in, in this episode, like, obviously, like like, the mayor is the villain but it's like it's like Joyce is oh yeah kind of painted as the main villain and it comes from her trying to help and be more involved Mm -hmm. so it's like Mm -hmm. you also get to see that you don't realize right away because like you see Joyce trying to help and you see Joyce trying to be involved and trying Mm -hmm. to like do something um and then it so quickly turns yeah but you can see the place where she's coming from she gets so like she comes and I thought it's so interesting that she's blamed she lumps Buffy in with witches and bad things mm-hmm. when she knows that her daughter is a slayer, which is ultimately a force for good, and she's trying to kill the yeah. bad things, mm-hmm. and she 
she just she also she just thinks that she gets so scared by seeing Buffy like battling with an actual vampire and mm-hmm. seeing her in this dangerous and like otherworldly situation. She just thinks it's all one thing. She's yeah, mm-hmm. the irony. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love. Jane Spencer is she's my favorite TV writer. I feel like she really captures these ideas so well. Where there's two children who are supposedly dead, or there's supposedly two children who are dead who have been attacked, mm-hmm. and the way that the town reacts is never again. And what's the next thing they do? They go to kill two children. Mm-hmm. Like the like the irony of that, of like the panic mentality. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's a funny thing about fear. There's like that story where there's these uh, French sailors. They had a choice of staying. They had run out of food. Uh, so they could have sailed to an island that might have had cannibals. That might have had cannibals. Or they could just stay on the ship and hope they get saved. And there's no like, they're not on like a popular route or whatever. Oh, they this just, is the, that the whaling? I think it was, yeah, story? yeah. And they decided to stay on the ship and not go to the island that might have cannibals because they were too afraid of what they didn't know Mm -hmm. versus what they did know. Mm -hmm. And even though what they did know was certainty of death, Mm -hmm. they were not going to get saved on the ship. They would rather sit there instead of having to face the unknown, Mm -hmm. which is such an interesting thing. And then they cannibalized themselves. And then they cannibalized (laughs) themselves. Yeah, yeah. They became what they feared most. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they turned just like Joyce. (laughs) We get to see Willow's mom. One what? and only time, right? Yeah, what a interesting choice for Willow's mom. <laughs> yeah. Just like completely disconnected. Doesn't even know, but I love the Bunny Summers bit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't want you seeing that Bunny Summers anymore. <laughs> and it's just like, and the fact that Buffy doesn't even make a point to correct it, it's like Willow's mom is so disconnected from her life, which is very yeah. odd. But it also kind of speaks to um, the character of Willow. And Willow's dad, we never meet Willow's dad. No. Yeah. What's your favorite urban myth, Holland? Um, I try. I don't know that many urban. Like, I feel like I know like the Jersey Devil. What's the Jersey Devil? You don't know the Jersey Devil? Yeah, uh, there's like different versions of it, but because I grew up in New Jersey mm-hmm. and and I grew up um in like South Jersey, like by um uh. Why am I blanking on what that place is called? Anyway, don't worry about it. Um, it's basically <laughs> like. Drawn. No, 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 no. Guns um, drawn. drawn. Okay, we're done. But it, <laughs> thanks, guys. You're on. Um, but it's basically like this, there's a baby, and like one story is that the baby was evil, but then the other story is that it was just like a baby, and it was basically just like an abusive mother who would like throw her baby against the wall, but then it basically like like fought back and like grew horns, and then that's like the horns were formed from this, hitting the, the wall yeah this abusive mother like hitting the baby against the wall and the other one is like it's just like this baby that was born evil and like killed the mother but it, it's just like this like the, that's how the jersey devil like originated and the, there's always it's just like it's kind of like the mothman story too mm-hmm. um where it's like there's basically this creature that lives in the woods um and which is funny because when i would think about it like when i was little i would just picture the new jersey devil's logo Mm-hmm. But like blurry and fast, <laughs> running through a woods. Now that's branding. Like, and I was like, "Why is that scary?" So, and that's always how I've associated it in my head, even after hearing the story. It's Jersey just like Devil. the Jersey Devil logo, just running around in the woods. And I'm like, "That's not that scary. It's kind of weird." <laughs> but uh, I love stuff where like it's like you see people in like photographs throughout history. And Anytime like that's the same guy. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is for sure a vampire. He said it in several movies, uh, but I, but I love like I love that when like people just pop up like when that's a reveal in a TV show or a movie, mm-hmm. it like it always creeps me out in a great way. Like Twelve Monkeys, 
Oh, God, I haven't seen that. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Do you remember <laughs> the movie The Others? Yeah. Yeah, with Nicole Kidman? Was that good? I remember liking it. Yeah. It is. I remember, like, there was a reveal yeah. where, like, you see images and it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, because it's like there's this creepy thing where they, like, take photographs of the dead. Yeah. And then it, like, turns out that they're it's all It's, like, shining Yeah, right? yeah. It's, spoiler alert. They're oh, dead. spoiler alert. They think the house is haunted, but they're dead. Haunted by us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, one of my favorite, this isn't really an urban legend, but one of my favorite things, I don't know why I like this so much, but that, like, when you find out, like, old baby pictures are, like, most of those babies are dead. Dead? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, like, especially if you see pictures of parents, like, holding babies, and and they look like they're they're asleep. Yeah, if they look asleep, or, like, if, like, they're still, because, like, think how hard, in the olden days when you're taking a photo, how hard it is for a kid to stay still in a photo. So it's like if you see an older photo with like a family or like a Wait, like child or like dead? a baby, Usually. a lot of them are dead. What? And because? People, because also, because like infant mortality and also like a lot of them like just never got a picture of their baby. So also they would do it like before, like they would like as they're having the funeral, like before they would bury them, they would just get a picture of them. So they at least like have a photo of their child mm-hmm. that died. And it's also like, it makes sense because if you think about it and if you see a picture of a kid and it's not even like slightly blurry, that means they weren't moving. And so they would, sometimes they would like prop, them, prop up in their eyes or they look like they're sleeping or oh you'll see like, God. sometimes they are alive, but you can see uh there'll be like blankets hiding something and you can tell that it's like a parent behind Oof, it like propping up that is grim. the child. Yeah, the yeah. Victorian and Edwardian view of death was not so morbid as it's a, it was such a common part of their right. daily lives. Yeah. It's just, it was just like, yeah. this yep. thing again. Somebody's uh, dead. Yeah. Wow, that's so yeah. weird. But it's crazy to know that and then you look at pictures and you're like, oh shit, that makes sense. Wow. And they put like makeup on them to make them look like alive. alive. That is so... Unnerving to me. And sometimes yeah. they have like a live child next to a dead child. Oh yeah, with their sibling. Yeah. Uh, like prop them up. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it's about as dark as We have the Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. About as grim as yeah. yeah. This is a pretty dark episode. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, yeah. I really, really, I know I said this already, so it's all redundant. But I just like love that idea of like keeping those myths and stories going. Like, I was thinking recently how I kind of want to do, like, a web series where it's, it, we write, like, uh, not necessarily Twilight zone but, like, just paranormal mystery stuff. Almost like the show's so weird. But we would just do, like, it would be, like, vignettes in show. Los Angeles. Mm. And so just, like, what, and not, like, an ironically detached sort of thing, but, like, a ghost in Los Angeles or just, like, a weird animal in, like, Griffith Park or something like that. Mm-hmm. And just different. It would be, like, VHS, except... There's no ongoing storyline, <laughs> and they're just like little like mini films that tackle like paranormal things. That's cool. cool. That's cool. I was I've always really been into paranormal stuff because my my dad is really into paranormal stuff, and like whenever we would go on vacations, he would always make us do ghost tours, mm. which oh, I had really? a lot of nightmares when I was younger, and I was <laughs> no. very scared of ghosts, and I think I've kind of gotten over it mostly. But uh, oh my god, um, how young were you when this was all going down? I mean, I'm the all throughout old, childhood. Yeah, well, it's like I'm the oldest. My parents got married when I was like almost four um I think by the time probably by the, like because when we went to DC and did a ghost tour I think I was like 11 that is um, so you're just been going on ghost, ghost tours. tours that's a dance. yeah well again also we would stay up in like the woods a lot and my dad would read them and then Sweet he would dreams. also like my dad wrote like horror stuff and it's also like he uh um it's just it's it it also is really interesting because like you hear places are haunted because like now you like try and seek it out like does there's apparently like 
Santa Family is Haunted, which I didn't mm-hmm. know, and now I want to look into. Apparently, someone was murdered during Santa Family. I go there all the time. Oh That's so exciting. It's, it's not exciting. <laughs> so excited that someone was murdered My there. Uber driver was telling me someone was murdered in my neighborhood, like, five years ago, which, like, isn't shocking, but it's, like, he was telling me the whole story, and, like, instead of being, like, freaked out, I was like, oh, tell me more. Oh I've told you about the haunted brothel that Robot Teammate stays at. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a brothel anymore. Um, <laughs> but that, we, is. that we are patrons of. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are not current patrons of a brothel. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, my musical improv troupe performs at a place called the Tudor House in the uh, Lake Arrowhead Mountains, which is Bugsy Siegel's old speakeasy, and we stay in his old brothel, which is called the Brackenvern. And every room is named after the girl that worked the room. And I always stay in Violet's room, and they say that the ghost of Violet haunts there because she killed herself in the building. And I've. Felt her presence before. It's very interesting. Mm. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Felt her presence. <laughs> hey. Whoa. So hey your there. face is not amused. <laughs> Left a little bit of cash on her the drawer. Does not look amused. A, little, a, one, a single <laughs> rose. <laughs> Thanks, a violet, please. Your <laughs> name. Do I believe in ghosts? Um, I believe in lingering spiritual material. I don't know if I necessarily believe. Yeah. In yeah. I don't know if I necessarily believe in, like, functioning ghosts. Mm-hmm. Spiritual residue. Yeah, I believe in spiritual residue for sure. Yeah. <coughs> I don't think I do. You don't think but you do I, this? I definitely get creeped out, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. When, I, when I'm when i in Southern California, it's hard to believe, and where everything's constantly rebuilt, and yeah. it's hard to believe in ghosts when you... That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> It's hard to believe in ghosts and you don't even believe in yourself. I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just kidding. I thought we I would wear a shirt of a ghost. Like a sentence, I believe sorry. in me. A ghost in like Pluto. That's that something that Mia would draw. Yeah. yeah. I believe in me. Oh. Or, uh, or what? Uh, Jay Salvador Ramos, the super emo friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah buddy Jay. What about you, Holland? You believe in ghosts? I mean, yeah. It's one of those. It sounds stupid to say I believe in ghosts, but I. Because it's like, I've, I've like seen ghosts, but I feel like I've made myself see ghosts out of my fear of ghosts, mm. out of watching horror movies before I should have, and uh, ghost stories, and I basically just blame my dad. But uh, yeah, it's hard not to, because I can't even make logical sense of it. Right. But if you just think of how many people have died, I mean, I don't know. It just like, it seems... <laughs> There might be ghosts. There, I don't know. There's just so many people have died. <laughs> and there's so few and the, ghosts. In the whole history of humans. Yeah. Where are the ghosts? But where are the ghosts? Where I the don't ghosts know. At? I feel like it's just Come one of those... Ghosts. Part of me kind of feels like... And it's... I don't know. Like Maybe it's like you making shit up in your head. But it, it's like... I feel like it's one of those things where like if you... If you're open to it, or maybe like you see something once, and then that's something you notice. Like, I, like if people, I, I don't know. Like, I, I would feel like it give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I don't know, man. I kind of believe in ghosts. <laughs> My cousin, like, is. I mean, she tells me she's a full-on medium. Yeah. And I've like been really? with her in moments where like she is having a reaction, and it's. It's very It's just like, because I, I believe in like tarot cards and shit. Like, Annie read my tarot cards the other day, and I was like, she's like, does it make any sense? And I was like, huh. <laughs> 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 I was like, spot on, spot on. Yeah. 
fine. But it's it's, it's it's so much of it's in your head. Sorry, I'm like my brain is no like, totally because it's what you're yeah. feeling. It's like when yeah, I'm sitting there with Violet, proje- it might just be my own project- fear. It's, yeah, it's like what you're projecting yeah. onto stuff. But then yeah, most of the time I feel like the power of the human mind. Yeah, can but then it doesn't so many mean things. it's not mm. real because if like if it's real to you. I'm then. gonna share a story. Amanda's like, and, uh, no. And it can it can influence you guys one way or the other. But my mom used to work at it's so weird. My mom used to work at uh, at a hospital in England, and uh, she uh, didn't work in the kids ward, but was close to the children's ward. And a lot of children started complaining of a knight walking above them at, at in the evening at a certain hour. And no one ever saw it, but, like, individual kids that didn't communicate with each other kept seeing this knight that would just walk above them, and it was scary. Was this their headless neck? No. It was headless, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Nearly headless. <laughs> nearly. He's nearly headless. JK just goes to hospitals, and that's where she gets all of her inspiration. <laughs> uh, but, so then, um, a bunch of nurses, like, reported it, and were just like, this is a problem, we gotta figure it out. A historian came, looked at it, realized that the the place the kids were saying the knight was walking was the actual old like where the dirt used to be and like they dug down for like a few buildings turned it into a hospital eventually but he was like originally where this hospital stands that would have been where exactly where someone would have walked uh so it was just a pathway or was it was it no like where the ghost knight Mm -hmm. was walking is where the hill would have been uh naturally and there's like no way the kids could have known that Hmm. like all separate kids were saying it's exactly this height and the guy was like yeah that's that's where the hill would have been. Lots of, I mean, that is yeah. crazy. So, and also, I went to Winchester, Virginia, for a film festival, mm-hmm. and um, that what they on if you average it out, they tra- they went from the north to the south in the Civil War uh, more than once a day. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, ghosts there because of the Civil War, mm-hmm. and everyone like everyone's like, oh, everyone's got a ghost story, and so the the person who was hosting us, um, Brian, I was like, well, what's do you have one? And he, and he told us his ghost story. And it was Ooh. really scary. Where he was, he owns a bookstore, mm-hmm. the Winchester Book Gallery. And he was going up to the storage loft area. And he saw someone up there. And like looking down over like the balcony thing. He's like, hey, you can't be here. Because there's like a few restaurants that connect. He's like, I gotta put my books up there. And they just kept looking. And he's like, you can't be here. And it was like this woman. And he was like, ah. And he goes up the stairs and there's no one. <gasps> da, da, da. Oh, man, I actually have a Civil War ghost story. I read in one of those books that I got from, like, the library when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this, uh, then during the Civil War, there was this soldier, and he had a sweetheart, and he, um, you know, asked her to marry him, and he had to go off to war, so she he made her promise to, like, be true to him always, no matter what, and he goes off to war, gets himself killed. Mm-hmm. So she's like, all right, well, he's dead. Time to find another suitor. Right. And so the, there's a big ball happening, and she's dancing and laughing it up. Up, and um, she's the Bella Ball, and then they hear uh, all of a sudden a thunderous knock comes from the front hall, and it's just knocking and knocking until the doors burst open, and it's him with a tomahawk in his head or something in his head. Whoa. But basically, it's his ghost, and um, he the room stops dead silent, and she's like in the center of it, and he walks to her, and, and she's frozen, she can't move, and he takes her up and starts dancing with her and spinning and spinning Whoa. and spinning. Until he finally stops and then lets go over and she collapses dead and then he walks out. Wow. What a douche. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you heard, you just, where did you know the story from? I read it in a book in middle school. Oh. 
Damn. Yeah. That's yeah. a good book. He's a dick. <laughs> I have a question in terms of believing in the paranormal. What is your guys' experience with witchcraft? What do you think of it? Is because ma- we don't believe in go- so to bring it back to um, gingerbread. I don't really have much Wiccan experience. What is the perspective on it? What is the Wiccan thought process? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. I was real interested in witchcraft after watching the movie The Craft. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nev Campbell, right? Yeah, Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. And, and for Bruce the Buck. Yeah. <laughs> From Return to Oz. Yeah. Oh, also, Robin, yeah. Robin Tunney. Also, oh, yeah. Um, Valmont. Uh, I was, uh, I, I feel like I've yeah. teased this a little bit, but I was practicing in yeah. high school. Yeah. Because I grew up in a, uh, it's not the most rural area, but it was like in the hills and there was like creeks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, the religious constitution of my family is very interesting. My dad's Muslim. My mom's Hindu. Neither are super practicing. They moved to England, which essentially makes them Christian. Like, I feel like a, uh, an English atheist is an American Christian. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and so we like went to church for Christmas and stuff like that. Uh, cause my mom grew up in the Catholic system mm-hmm. and my parents were like, you can choose any religion you want. And we were probably, you know, I think the main religion we weren't super introduced to as kids was probably Ju- uh, Judaism. Um, and then at the library, I when I got really into Buffy and that kind of introduced me a little bit to like the idea of like Wicca and stuff. And mm-hmm. there were books at the library. So I got those and I was like, this is really awesome. Cause it was a lot of just like meditation uh, the whole idea of, like, the rule of three, like, every good oh, thing yeah. you put in the universe, three good things come out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, or bad things. Or bad things, yeah. And, like, you always have to do well onto others, which was, like, another principle I really liked. And it's really funny, because Wicca, it, ha- it sounds like this crazy druidic thing. It's from the 70s. <laughs> like, there's, like, a guy who just one day was, like, th- we're making a hippie religion. <laughs> and we'll reference, like, some old deities and stuff, but it's it's a 70s American religion. <laughs> was Hecate, about right. Was Hecate ever brought up? Uh, like, Patron goddess of witches. Once or twice in the stuff I was reading. But honestly, like, most of the stuff, like the Jorina Dunwich books and everything, where a lot of it was just, like, more of calming yourself and like using candles and aroma it was yeah a lot more therapeutic than it was like actually doing spells to like get money and and different things um but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i remember like playing with my friends and like making potions Mm -hmm. quote-unquote that involved like tic tacs and whatever we had available (laughs) Mm -hmm. it all down in your shadow book yeah (laughs) playing with our um do you guys remember Card Captors? It was this, yep, car- it yep. was this cartoon, Ooh. but they had this really cool set of cards called the Cloud Cards, and it had all these like interesting like. Um, oh, there's PJ. Um, <laughs> guest starring PJ <laughs> from the show. Yeah, um, but uh, we would like you know make up spells in relation to like what we knew as witchcraft was right. this, from this anime called Card Captor Sakura, and like just based our wicked knowledge off of that and whatever we could find in the library, basically. Hmm. I feel like a lot of it is like elemental balance, which is kind of it borrows ideas from like yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like you see it in like feng shui and like design. I feel like as a stru- like when I got into college, I got really into like structuralism and like storytelling, mm-hmm. and then so I was just looking for similarities and different things in terms of structure, and I was like, oh, this makes sense. It just feel like it's just a different language behind that. But then there's also like witchcraft, like the ancient Greeks believed in, where it's like. You starve a boy to death by burying his like body in sand, and then when he dies, you eat his bones and you get his power. So there are like <laughs> other levels of <laughs> the 1970s version is very hippy dippy. There are other 
<laughs> practices of witchcraft, which are a lot more um, interesting, mm-hmm. to say the least. I just wish I could turn into a rat and run away from my problems. But she couldn't turn back. <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, she'll figure it out. Yeah. Just the rat's got to read some if books. If that's a problem that Holland's like got, she's already a rat. She just keeps running away from it. And you just keep running and running like a doctor. Oh. that's That would be your Run show, you. Holland. Run you're like Doctor Who, but a rat. But a rat. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Rat. I don't think you're like a rat, Holland. Thanks. <laughs> Chris gave like the nod that the raptor does at the end of Jurassic World to the T-Rex <laughs> and I'll spoil it ending because that movie was spoiled by everyone yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah my experience with witchcraft is limited yeah <laughs> it's always been a fiction I guess it's kind of like not in the sense that you're saying it but it's like I guess you know people ask about do you believe in ghosts or do you believe in you know in God realm. or something like that it's like okay, it's the question ultimately is do you believe in magic? Yeah, yeah. Do you magic. In yeah, magic? exactly. But there's like the magic with the scene and the magic with the K, right? Oh. Mm. Uh, it so. depends on who you ask. <laughs> the magics. <laughs> yeah. Basketball but, uh, team. Uh, <laughs> love, uh, this is not necessarily connected to this thought, but I just wanted to mention it is the, I know it's one of Jane Espenson's favorite lines she ever wrote is the, I do doodle, you do doodle, uh, you do doodle too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I do doodle, you do doodle too. <laughs> and the way that she just says it. It's so I good. Wish we could just have that delivery from Allison Hannigan on loop. <laughs> in every room of my house. Uh, Buffy Coven. Buffy yeah. Coven. Do we already do it? What does that do mean? We do a coven? You guys, we did you a and travel. Rachel and Brittany talked about forming a coven yeah, at gonna, our life panel. We're going to form a city witch coven. Oh, yeah, city witches. Remember that? Brittany's pitch for city witches? Yeah. That was, was great. Actually, it was actually super great because it's a, it's a thing, and Brittany brings it up all the time. And we were out in public, but there was a, some woman behind us. We were because we were posing for like a photo, and the woman was like, "Oh yeah, I'll just do this and be my witchy self." And you can see Brittany's face light up. And she turns around. She's like, "Are you a city witch?" <laughs> literally, I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Brittany, you can't just ask people if they're a city witch. <laughs> you can't just ask people." Yeah, this is literally how I delivered it. But I was also like, "I'm writing uh, Brittany." I'm writing a script right now that has like uh, ghost and witchcraft in it called Homebodies. Mm-hmm. I feel like I brought it up a bunch of times, but yeah. uh, I came up with like a derogatory term where like one character is talking to this character Sylvia, who's essentially just uh, an East Coast, like a New England Giles, mm-hmm. and then he just goes, "You a mud witch," <laughs> and it's my favorite <laughs> thing. Where I just now, out of context, just if I get angry at my parents and they're just like. No, you have to pay your car insurance now on the phone. I'll just be like, you a mud witch. And I just hang up on them. <laughs> so if you guys want to use that, go ahead. Well, I feel like it's an offensive term. Uh, I mean, it is in it is a universe that's fictional. It could, But the thing is, the, the way that I said it and the way that you would continue to say it, it does sound legitimately offensive, doesn't it? It does. It sounds like a racial yeah. slur. It does sound like yeah. a You a mud witch. Excuse me? Is that like mud, mud blood? Mud blood? Yeah. It, maybe that's what it is. It's our From generation Potter? is worried about it because yeah. of mud blood. Yeah. But my idea is that she uses mud from like rivers and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it is. Mud. She is a mud witch, but that's not a term that people always use. I'd, I'd be a mud witch. You'd probably be a mud witch. That sounds bad. It'd be it like that again. You say it just does. Mud. Right? <laughs> I don't want to be like him. Mud witch coven. <laughs> Sorry. Like, yeah, um, would, what was her but... name from uh, from uh, American Horror Story Coven? Mm. I just Lady Gaga. Uh, no, 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 no. She, God, what's her it. name? She plays like Sister Mary or whatever. Yeah, in season yeah. Two, and then in the she was like the Stevie Nicks character until Stevie Nicks was in the show in canon yeah. has Stevie Nicks. Yeah, 
She really? like lives in the swamp. As Stevie Nicks. Yeah, she was like Stevie Nicks, and the swamp like revives her and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. What a ridiculous, ridiculous show. <laughs> Ryan Let's go Murphy, back to Buffy. <laughs> no, Ryan Murphy has like all these good ideas, and he gets to have all these awesome shows, but yeah. he's just not I. popular. Started uh, off real good. Oh man, I just like mm-hmm. wish like it'd be like oh like the new feud show he's doing. I'm like oh this show sounds so cool. But it's Ryan Murphy, and he's gonna destroy it. Sorry, Ryan Murphy. If we wanted to get Ryan Murphy on this he's podcast, he's like, like, wow, these kids got gusto. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a little boost. Maybe he'll yeah. himself. Maybe Ryan Murphy will hear this, and he'll be like, "This is bullshit," and then he'll like post it out, and then people will hear about it because he'll start this really controversial. This chick said Ryan Murphy is a fake. That's by the good. way, this uh, this session is funded by the Ryan Murphy Show feud. <laughs> this is a viral campaign that we're running right now. <laughs> we d- submitted an R. <laughs> What's the show about? A feud? I don't know. It's mm. going to be like about family feud. feud? So it's going to be about check. famous feuds. So the first season is supposed to be um, Bette Davis and Joan Crawford. Oh. Oh. oh, so it's like epic rap battles, but not. Yeah, but like a season of. But it, it's because uh, who is it? It's Jessica Lang and I think like Susan Sarandon. Oh wow! Oh, well, right? watch is it. That, is that who it is? Sounds Does that make cool. sense? OJ was pretty. Good. But that wasn't Ryan Murphy. Yeah, it was. What didn't Tim Linear work on? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Oh. American Crime Story. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. That's him. Yeah. Cuba was Cuba was the man in it. <laughs> I'm not good. saying that he doesn't have good. I think he starts things off well. Yeah. Like yeah. the first season of American Horror Story is probably like really the one good. season that I actually enjoyed. That's first season of Popular was real good. First, first season, season of Glee. Glee. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like the recent uh, Doctor Who stuff where you're just like the beginning, the first half of the season, you're like, these are amazing questions. When does he get answered? And then they don't. And you're like, oh, okay. All right. Oh, they just guys. never tied up mm-hmm. satisfyingly. The, ac- no. the Excedrin just kicked in and my head just like, I just Opened got this up. rush of like air. And oh, I just, you should be All the cobwebs get cleared feels, away. It feels like a ghost just flew by <gasps> my face oh my and I no longer feel like a mud witch. Turn hey, wash that mud away. <laughs> Cleanse yourself in the mm. rivers, in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> what if you guys could be any... Shock. Uh, in this little universe that we're creating, and then we'll move on to our extracurricular. <laughs> in the Mudwitch uh, universe? In the, in the Mudwitch universe, if you guys were an element or, like, object witch, mm-hmm. what would it be? Like, the Mudwitch uses... Water mud. witch. You'd be a water witch? I can see that. And then I would turn into water. So you'd be, uh... In the ocean. Wonder twin. You'd be a wonder twin. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a wonder witch. Well, a great wonder witch. Vertigo. I would you this fall. Wonder witch. <laughs> what about... Uh... Ah, that's really hard. Water's a really good Water's one. Water's good. I took it already. Ah. No, no, you can, you can say it too. No, no, that's cheating. Um, I took come back it, to just me. Kidding. Come back to me. Holland Farkas? Oh, that's a cool thing. Mm. Can it be like a... No, coffee is still water. No, you can be a coffee, coffee witch. witch? No, oh my I God. don't know if I, I think you would be a coffee witch. You would control witch. LA. Maybe a mud witch? <laughs> no, I'm not going to be a mud witch. I'm a coffee witch. <laughs> coffee witch. Coffee witch. So much power. So mm-hmm. much power. I used to go so to a place energy. called Mud Coffee in New York, and it was fantastic. I think it's still there. Ah, good on Combination that. of two witches. Coffee uh, witch just kind of sounds like a sandwich you would eat with coffee. Yeah, we'll, we'll come <laughs> up with a different term for that, but yeah. that's fine. I would probably be either uh, a wind witch, because I really like wind, like air. Yeah. Uh, like I like being at the top of a hill and feeling like the breeze and I like the idea of like the breeze feeling. traveling like knowing that breeze comes from San Francisco mm-hmm. to like my hometown and stuff that's cool to me mm-hmm. either uh, wind or if I was I wish I was better at music 
but like a music witch. Like oh. if I could just like play mandolin super well like Chris Teeley and then just like stuff like that's how magic would happen. Be like an earth, wind, and fire witch. Wow. Oh. An elemental witch. Not a Commodore's witch. <laughs> Not a Temptations witch. I'd be a Temptations witch. What you were a Temptations witch last night at karaoke. What did Jenny call herself? A techno techno pagan. Techno pagan. I would I would be down for that. Yeah. That was, that was the obvious. Well, or you be like a food like food magic. Food magic. Like shock a lot. Magic. Yeah, you'd be like the movie shock a lot. I would be like that mm-hmm. movie. All right. And that is our bell, which means it's time to do an extracurricular activity. We're gonna make something up on the spot and spot of the episode. So Holland, what are we doing this week? Someone do a coven. All right, we're that doing a coven. Idea. I know, but we have to just. And then we just. Yeah. Then we went on a tangent. Yeah, but now we head. have. But now we have our witches. All right, uh, so we now have a coven. Uh, we're going to be the Sunnydale coven. Sunnydale mud witches. The Sunnydale mud witch. Well, we're not mud witches because we all are. Different so we're all. Are we all the witches that we came up with just yeah, now? Yeah, we okay. got to commit. You committed to this. All right. And, now we're and is this in the context of gingerbread? Yeah. Mm, like the episode, like things yeah. are like, things yeah. are happening. Wait, am I a food witch or a techno vegan? Uh, it's up to you. You can do both. Oh, man. So Instagram witch. So much power. Yeah, Instagram <laughs> witch. Oh, my God. That's it. That's what I am. All right. <clears throat> okay. Witch uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Order. Kalta. Okay. Kalta, let's uh, just give one quick tiny moment to Goddess Hecate. Please bless this meeting. Bless all of our minds and bless everything that we create. Thank you mm. so much for that. Um, Wait, real quick. Can I take a picture for the for the Instagram? All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. just do it real uh, quick. Hey, yeah. Okay. Hey. So say I say Hecate. Yeah. Hecate. Okay. Sorry, I say hi when I smile. <laughs> That's great, and I love that about you. Um, if I could bring down the mood a little bit, really quickly, there mm. is a, a literal witch hunt going on right now. Um, like a literal, literal witch hunt? Yeah, not like when people say, like, oh my god, it's a witch hunt against men's rights, and that's, like, totally not true. <laughs> like, it's, this is, like, a real, actual witch hunt, like, crucible status. Uh, I heard whispers on the wind of them just gathering materials, anything to do with the occult, and just condemning those people and attacking them. Yeah, I'm checking our Twitter, and it is not good out there, guys. Oh, mm. I, really, I don't see why this is a problem for me, because doesn't the town understand that, like, I provide their coffee? Like, they're not... What are You're they the person do? behind the bar at the only coffee shop yeah. in downtown Sunnydale. It's the only one, and that's where everyone buys their beans from. I just don't... Yeah. That's where Buffy and Willow became friends again. Uh, yeah, I just, I just feel like they're going to realize that... Once they burn all the witches and they realize all the coffee is gone. I mean, once they're running on empty, maybe they'll just get tired and fall asleep. I think they might even think that you've been poisoning them this whole time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here's filling their blood with evil witch coffee. Maybe. Maybe. That's a worst case scenario. Yes. Uh, Which I always play as a water witch. I always play. You always want to water everything down. Yes. I've drowned in three past lives and will drown in at least four more. So. <sighs> I'm so sorry to hear that. I know. But it's... don't witches float? No, we, that was... But we still... Uh, yeah, we know. Yeah. We, we, uh, that was... Oh, that that's was a, a thing. That's, that a, stereotype. that's yeah. a stereotype. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm new to this whole well, thing. Well, I mean, if I hold my breath and I'm in a pool, I float. I'm sorry. It's just... I cause I, I overheard you guys <laughs> at the coffee works. shop that one day and I just really wanted to join and I'm oh, trying to do yeah. my research and I just... I'm still really bad. Oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. That's fine. I'm sorry. I'm still working on it too. I mean, I recommend mm-hmm. Jarena Dunwich. Okay. I'm gonna... She um, is no mud witch. She is no mud witch. Uh, and that word, by the way, does not leave the coven. We don't say that outside. Yeah, that's our word. That's our word. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. Well, let's let's put together a plan really quick. 
I feel like if we put our powers together, we can quell this crazy village insanity. Mm-hmm. I will, I will use wind to blow out all the candles. So just, just knock them out so that they're no fire. No fire. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, if there's any burning going on, I can, I can blow that out as well. Although I feel like you might be a little bit more in store, my friend, to knock out the bigger fires. Mm-hmm. Yep, I am going to infuse the drinking fountains with a calming spell mm-hmm. that will encourage minds to see the goodness in that's each other. That's them right flying over our head right now, so mm. yeah. That, that's great. Uh, I can go on coffee runs and just bring you guys Perfect. coffee when you need it. Yeah, that, yeah, be, that yes. would be awesome. awesome. Cool. Um, I'll just, I'll be like your, your like PA for your, for, you know, <laughs> that would be great. You're doing a coffee. great job, by the way. Okay, and thanks. you're going to get your coven voucher soon, I great. swear to God. Okay, thanks, guys. Then there's an entry fee of $2,000, and then you have to pay your yearly dues. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's but you will get health coverage. I mean, it's fine as long as they don't close down the coffee shop, then it should be fine. income will be coming in. All um, right. I can start. Okay. I can magic up a few uh, fake Twitter accounts okay. and Instagram feeds and just put a real positive vibe out there. Oh, get, yeah, curb the, the branding. Good, the good side of magic, y'all. I like that. Yeah. Wow. Wait, what is Twitter and Instagram? Um, I, I think don't we're know. in I think we're in the year 1999. Oh fuck. I'm uh, sorry. I'm from oh, the future. Oh, you're from the future. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, future. Future. I made a few uh, few uh, live journal accounts. You uh-huh. know. Uh huh. Yeah. Love. love yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Zangas. Yeah. yeah. Great. That's perfect. Man, maybe if you invent these future things now, you'll be top of the shelf and you can just get us our even and then we can finally control everything yes i we, mean we can finally fund the bake sale uh, which we will use to fund expanding our coven yes if you need coffee, coffee. for the mm-hmm. bake sale that would be perfect okay. all right um mudwitch on three mudwitch on three one two three mudwitch mud and that is our session thank you so much for joining us mina Thank you for having me. Yay. <laughs> Yay. What a crazy random happenstance. <laughs> um, and thank you, of course, for joining us and listening to our discussion of gingerbread and the greater conversation that that episode elicits. Uh, Holland, where can they find you? <laughs> I was I was like, which in order do we usually turn? go in? But I believe witch it's you. Witch turn. Yeah. Uh, I'm Holland, the witch turn. Coffee witch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> coffee. Anyway. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Holland Farkas. You can find me on Twitter at Holland Farkas. Uh, my website is hollandfarkas.com. Yay. That's where I post the things that I do sometimes. You, I would say that you practice caffeine craft. Caffeine yeah. craft. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's good. Chris, where can I find you? Hello, uh, Chris Vermonti, Water Witch. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as a Montioc, or you can find me performing with a group called Robot Teammate and the Accidental Party. If this uh, episode airs before June 20th, we are performing a musical we wrote called Thug Tunnel at the Hollywood Fringe Festival. It's a post-apocalyptic sewer adventure in which I play a leather-cladded uh, character named Panther. Uh, and so I hope you come. Bye. Bye. And I'm Omar, uh, Windwitch. You can always find me at Omar Najam on Twitter and at Two Broke Geeks. Right now I'm doing 
uh, Jurassic June, where we're taking pictures. Last for last week's episode, we took one with Anthony. Yeah, and it turned out great. Mm, good one. So that's uh, a natural raptor. <laughs> so that's some fun that's having uh, that's being had. And then I'm, I am also on an improv team, uh, swimming lessons. We perform every other Friday at the clubhouse at 7 p.m. upstairs. If you want to check it out, it's free. Uh, we have a lot of fun. And I also perform at UCB Sunset, uh, which is a, a blast. So follow Lesson Swimming if you want to keep track of that schedule because swimming lessons are taken. And, of course, you can always find anything and everything Sunningdale City Group related at SSG Podcast. Again, that's at SSG Podcast on Twitter. On Facebook, we are Sunningdale City Group. On Instagram, we are also Sunningdale City Group. Please hit us up. We love chatting. We love interacting. We love discussing everything Buffy. And this week, actually, we'd like to know what witch you are. Mm. Are you which also which witch? Which witch? Do you remember that book? Which witch is which? Yep, yep. Um, and also, wait, Mina, where can they find you? <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Moxie Mina. That's M O X I E M I N N A. Just to make that really hard. Um, is that named after the soda? Moxie? Or no? Yeah. <laughs> what? Do you no. know that soda? There was a chocolate called Troxy. Toxie. There was also a soda called Moxie. I did not know that. It was it's a term for like, you know, you got spongy. You got Moxie, yeah, kid. Yeah, you got Moxie, kid. That's yeah. probably what the yeah. soda was. Check out Mina's Instagram. That's where you'll see her Jubilee pictures. Yeah, I do some. I also do Kiki sometimes. <laughs> Perfect. We will be back next week with a very helpful episode. Uh, that's going to be a very fun and serious discussion. It's also Buffy's birthday next week. In, in the show, not in... in not Sarah uh, Michelle Gellar's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or in canon. Or yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it in our universe. It does look like it was an actual <laughs> We're just soda. pulling up pictures of Moxie. I would not expect it to be a cream We are soda. looking at pictures of Moxie the soda yeah, right so now. It does not look Google, appealing. If you Google Moxie like soda, you We're going to have Mina pose it. It wasn't branded well, because the no. can is orange, but like I assume the it drink was like a cola. I think it was a back-in-the-day drink. Not a fan. Like it was Not huge. a fan of that branding. Yeah, like like, like John Wayne drank it. No, oh, well that's pretty good. Or it looks like Ted uh, Danson. Like Ted Williams. Oh, okay. <laughs> Famous Red Ted Danson Williams. Yeah. 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 Alright guys, so get ready for some birthday candles because we will be back to discuss all of that next week. Until then, pack up your bags, pack up your books. We'll see you then. Viewership is good, viewership. Let's get those numbers. <laughs> oh my god, what has LA done to you? <laughs> oh god. Ryan Murphy is a mud witch. This is the true face of the New Jersey devil. <laughs> You're calling people mud witches just to get ratings? I'm god. starting a feud what are with we, Ryan Trump? Murphy. Yeah, this is, it is good promo for his show, Feud. Ryan Murphy oh. and I will have a public feud.